jokes tonight because I thought this is a very serious occasion. Um, but actually, I can't resist the temptation. So, um, <laughs> is that okay? I'm only going to tell you one. Uh, well, it's tough. I'm going to tell you one anyway. So, yeah, I heard you singing earlier. You were really good. So, I thought we'd have a, a singing uh, joke here. So, what makes pirates such good singers? Anyone know what makes pirates such good singers? They can hit the high seas. There we go. It's the only one. I'm just going to spare you from the rest. Well, it's wonderful to see you all this evening. And it's, it's wonderful just to be here to celebrate uh, Jesus' birth, isn't it? As we anticipate that coming in a few moments. And the amazing thing about the Christmas story is that Jesus came to show us his love. And he didn't just sort of send... You know, God didn't just, just send anyone as a sort of representative. He sent his son. In fact, Jesus is God himself, reveal, revealing the fullness of God in human form. This is a God who isn't distant from us, but a, distant, a God who identifies with us. And someone, I read a, a, quite a, a, a good quote which said, thank you. This is my son. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, A quote that says, um, God didn't send a manual, he sent Emmanuel. Think about that. He didn't send a manual, he sent Emmanuel. And God didn't just send a list of instructions as to how we should behave as human beings. But he actually sent um, Jesus to show us what God is like, to reveal fully who God is in human form. And he came into the mess of humanity, literally, didn't he? Into the mess of humanity, into that stable. And he identifies with us. He knows what it is to have a family. He knows what it is to have friends. He knows what it is to grieve. He knows what it is to laugh. This is a God who knows what it is to be human. And this is a God who longs to have a relationship with us. And so I just want to think about something um, very briefly this evening. And I actually shared this with the, the folk who came to the Christingle service. And I did think about saying something else this evening. But actually, I think this is just a very simple message that is really helpful for all of us. And so I want to, want to talk about is about joy. Because actually, um, one of the things that God came to give us was joy. Did you notice that in the reading? That um, the angel said to the shepherds, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. What causes you great joy? Just have a think about that for a moment. What are the things in your life that cause you joy? We had some great answers at the um, first service. I think omelettes was one of the answers. I think that might be a different question. But anyway, um, food I think was one of them. There was all sorts of things that gave people joy. But I'm sure amongst all of us, there's all sorts of things that give us joy, whether it be relationships, whether it be presents, whether it be a walk in the hills, whether it be a good movie, a good book, whether it be music. There is so much in life, isn't there, that can bring us joy. And I believe that all of those things that give us joy are gifts from God. They're gifts from joy. Uh, One of the quotes I came across recently in a little book I've been reading for Advent says, All the joyful, creative things that thrill our hearts are echoes of the joyful, creative God whose overflowing love created it in the first place and he made us creative. That creative instinct that we all have. And creativity 
happens in all sorts of ways, doesn't it? Not just art, it's not just music, but it's creativity in putting things in good order, or creativity in gardening, or creativity in all sorts of different ways, in producing a good spreadsheet. Spreadsheet, that's still creative. I can't do that. Um, but there's all sorts of ways in which we are called to be creative, expressing the creative uh, heart of God. So what about joy? Well, a way to help us think about joy, because joy is actually a gift that God gives to each one of us. In fact, Jesus is a gift that is offered to each one of us. And it's actually entirely up to us as whether we receive Jesus into our lives or not. That's entirely our choice. Jesus doesn't impose us himself upon us. He simply offers himself to us and says, here I am. Um, if you want to, me to be part of your life, I will journey with you and partner with you in this life. I can give you joy. I can give you peace. I can give you forgiveness and mercy and love. But just thinking about joy, the way that we receive joy is by doing three things, I think. And we use the three letters of joy to remember that. So the first thing is that we love Jesus. To know joy fully and truly, we have to love Jesus. He first loved us, actually. He first loved us. And we have a choice whether we respond to that love or not. So first of all, loving Jesus, that brings us joy. And then the O, the O is loving others. Loving others. Think about the most joyful people you know. Just think about, maybe picture someone in your mind just for a moment. A joyful person. Um, now, I suspect those joyful people are never mean to other people, are they? Or very rarely. <coughs> They're people who actually are gracious and generous towards other people. They're often the people who seem to be able to get on with the people that no one else can get on with because they just have that generosity of heart. Maybe you're going to be spending some time with some of those people in the next few days. <laughs> Maybe you're one of them. <laughs> those people who are difficult to get on with. Uh, but actually one of the things we can give at Christmas is to give ourselves to others, to actually listen to people. Maybe listen to that story for the 20th time that Uncle Bert's telling you. Um, but actually, one of the greatest gifts we can give to another person is to really give our attention and to really listen. And you know what? There's usually a reason why people are, are not very happy and they're not very joyful. There's normally something in their lives that has caused them to be like that. Maybe you can be the one that gives them some joy this Christmas as you listen to them, as you give them time, as you give them space. And then the third part of joy is why, and that's loving yourself. That sounds like a strange thing to say, but Jesus actually said, love your neighbor as yourself. And actually, it's very hard to love other people if we don't fully love and accept ourselves. And those people who are difficult to love, in my experience, the main reason that people are difficult to love is because they don't love themselves. And therefore they then give off this sort of, this hard shell because they don't love themselves. But yet we are so precious. We are so loved by God. And actually that's where we should get our sense of security and our sense of identity from is the fact that we are loved by God, the one who created us. If we try and find our identity in, in things and in our job and in our status, then we won't really find true satisfaction, I don't think. So we can find true joy by loving Jesus, loving others, and loving ourselves, loving yourself. So maybe this Christmas you can just remember that. 
Love Jesus, love others, and love yourself. Because when you do that, then you will know joy. And the thing is, joy is not the same as happiness. Joy is something richer and deeper. Because actually we can be joyful people even in the midst of suffering. We can be joyful people even in the midst of pain and grief. And again, some of us might know people like that who seem to just be able to be joyful in all circumstances. It doesn't mean that they're oblivious to suffering, but they are somehow able to rise above that because God has given them strength to do that. God is fully revealed in Jesus. Isn't that amazing? That God identifies with humanity. He knows what it is to suffer. He knows what it is to feel all sorts of emotions. He identifies fully with us. And he wants us to know his joy. Just a a couple of, a quote to, to end. We are all flawed. We are all less than the people we want to be. We all get embarrassed by ourselves and by those around us. We all cause embarrassment to others. That's a parent's job, by the way, um, to cause embarrassment to their children. Um, Christmas can be a time when we let this get on top of us. Wouldn't it be better just to accept these frailties and then to do two other things? First, accept yourself as the flawed and beautiful person that you are. That's all of you, flawed and beautiful. And second, have a very good laugh at your own foolishness and enjoy the foolishness of others, especially those whom we're going to be spending the next week with. And then my final prayer for all of us comes from the Apostle Paul's letter to the Romans. He says, May the God of hope fill you all with joy and peace as you trust in him, that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's just spend a moment just reflecting on the joy that God wants to give to us.